Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. This is the Double Deuce, episode 320... uh, 318 16 316 that's yeah. the one. Oh, that's so awesome that's like uh, one more than 315 yeah yeah that was yeah. which was a decadeuce we had to, we had to drop a decadeuce in there yeah you're so lucky decadeuces are fun aren't they they are fun they're like the mini bar of podcasting yeah don't like one gone yeah no get get rid of it yep uh we've got a very special guest in the dark from his dark car in the dark side of lawrence uh ed parker hi how's it going guys do you have a special thing to do like uh, i remember with the 311 episode you started singing 311 songs do you have anything for 316 I don't think 316 is particularly numerically significant. Now, there may be a numerologist in our audience who would disagree with me. And if so, hashtag DD, I'm a numerologist and you're wrong. I mean, yeah, I feel me like know. if this were a wrestling event, then like you got the John 316 signs and stuff. And had we been able to do, we, we unfortunately had to do this one over the zoom in case you, you couldn't tell from the sound quality but had we been in person i would have brought a john 316 sign and held it up the entire episode but yeah you won't even be able to see wig. it like, you, like see my hands are up above the, the video your hands so. are up you've got the rainbow wig just like john 316 guy exactly but yeah you, you don't get it on the zoom so i'm not doing yeah. it a lot of people don't know this, but Ed Parker was actually one of the authors of a book of the Bible, uh, New Testament, fourth edition, revised, uh, the book of Ed. And, and Ed, you wrote some Psalms, including 316, did you not? I did. I, I wrote that one, and uh, it was all about, well, not forgiveness exactly. It was more like spite, um, mm. not forgiving, you know, live your life out of anger and spite sort of thing you know that's kind of why it got cut out of the bible and uh, later later times i can see that it, it is kind of, of went, ag- went against the other books it's that's a tricky thematic shift to pull off yeah yeah i mean it wasn't the only reason you were cut out of the bible let's be honest i mean there was also the part where i mixed the meats of the cloven and uncloven hooved mammals yeah Not supposed yes. to do that and didn't you actively encourage menstruating women to sit on everything? I think absolutely was, the unclean was, women. I yeah. was I was telling them, hey, come on in here, uh, you know, party with us. We love unclean women. And the rest of the Bible was like, no, no, get that out of here. We hate unclean women. What, what's really funny is uh, all all joking aside. Uh, party with us. We love unclean women. Is one of the first things Ed Parker ever said to me. Uh, in earnest, I've got it on so. a t-shirt. I've got it on a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not just the Bible thing. That's just Ed Parker's sort of life philosophy. Yeah. yeah. How do you love unclean women? Well, don't we all? Uh, except um, the original authors of the Bible. I feel like we really 
did that one well. That was a good joke uh, with a, a good long form joke. Didn't you, did you see? What do you think, Nelson? Was that a good long form joke for people to laugh at? Yes. Great. <laughs> Great. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure deep. that. I'm sure that they're they're barely holding it together wherever if, they're listening to this during a commute. If anyone still commutes anywhere right. dur during uh, like maybe they're on a public transport, maybe they're just walking through a city and like and people are like, what, what are they listening to? It must be hilarious. Look at them laughing. Yep. yep and and based on the amount of laughing, it's got to be double deuce. Yeah. Will and right. Nelson. Right. That's the double, only thing. Double the deuce, laugh. double the yeah. laughs. That's what we say. I feel like we've explained this joke almost as long as it took to actually tell the joke in the first place. Yeah. So how how is your Thanksgiving, guys? It was um, fine. Yeah, I mean I mean, yeah, it was fine. I mean it was fine. Why why are you asking me? I don't know. I mean, what what business? I mean, what if it wasn't fine, Ed? Do you really care? Do you really want to know? Are you like, oh, I want to make it better for you? I'm going to bring you a pie? No, you wouldn't, Ed. You'd be like, oh, like you're doing right now. You didn't. Well, know I mean, I, I I pie is fine, but I like if I was going to make you something, I'd probably bring you a cheesecake. I like I like cheesecake, and I make a make a cheesecake sometimes. You are talking right. my love language, Ed. See, I thought so. I thought you'd be you'd like a good cheesecake. Uh, yes. I made, I made one, I mean, this has been a couple, a couple months ago now because can't make a cheesecake as often as I would like to have one, you know, but I, I made one that Why was not, like, Ed? Uh, it's just too much. It's too fattening. Now, if, if you and Will would come over and eat the cheesecake with me, then it would be easier. But this one I made for my fiance's birthday and it was like, uh, don't make me your emotional hostage, Ed. Yeah, is this a thirst trap, Ed? Are you just trying to get us to join your OnlyFans page? I'm trying to get you to come over and eat cheesecake with me. Okay. It was it was it was a OnlyFans? chocolate flavor. Yes, it's going to be vi videotaped for OnlyFans. Smash that I mean, subscribe button if you like my cheesecake. Yeah. Yeah. Three three bearded weirdos eat cheesecake. You guys, I really think that's probably and you won't the best. believe what happens next. That's probably the best idea we've had uh, since we started this podcast, and it's thanks to Ed Parker, genius branding influencer expert. Three weird bearded guys it, yeah. eating cheesecake. dot com. Uh, you know what? I, I I want our resident graphic artist Molly Scanlon to to do the cover art for that because I think it really could be. A thing. It could be an amazing thing. So we'll have to get her back on the show so we can like ask her a favor. Yeah, I think that can be good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, well, actually, I mean, Ed, I'm I'm sorry about that. I was a little bit aggressive there. Um, I I I you I my yeah yeah. See, Nelson's the laid back one, and I'm the aggressive one, and that's sort of part I get, of our. I get stick. the dynamic. I've 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 yeah. seen that happen. Yeah. Like yeah. I, get, I mean, I was. I was some hard-hitting journalism yeah, you last time we recorded, with, but I feel uh, like... With, with, with Amber Fraley, yeah, I mean, there, but you, I feel were, like you were now, asking the tough questions. Exactly. That's because you're a journalist. But I, but I don't need, I feel like I don't, I don't need to, to come, come as hard at you because it's not, we're not, you know, promoting a book or anything. I'm not, a, I'm not a published you. author. I'm exactly. not a published author. I don't, if, if you bring an author on your podcast to talk to them, it, you owe it 
to society to be confrontational. Exactly. They're gonna hold their feet to fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Nelson is like the Woodward to my Berenstein, and that's just our dynamic. So he went after her, and I was like there with the I was the carrot, and he was the stick, the yep. stick of literature. I don't know. I think I'd rather have a stick than a carrot. Carrots aren't any good. You guys, I got the better for eating. I got the stubbiest carrot in in my carrot package. This is a Thanksgiving story. I'm pulling out all these big mammoth carrots, and then there's one little stubby carrot, and I'm like, oh. And then I took a picture with it and put it on the internet, but nobody liked it, so I put it to privacy only me because I didn't really want that going around on the internet that much with nobody liking it because that's just awkward. That's like telling a joke that doesn't work. No, I'm sorry. You were pulling carrots out of a bag. You were pulling them yeah. out of the ground. You were pulling no them. out of a out of a bag. I don't go to the ground for my carrots. That's, I didn't think so. I was no. about to say no. So that's when you like, pulling carrots out of the ground. Nah, don't. You know what? No tubers here. I got these baby carrots. I'm strictly farm to supermarket kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, there were, I do have a picture of the carrot. Uh, if I remember, I'll post it on the Double Deuce page. Um, but you're, it was a- you're just trying to use the Double Deuce's influence to finally get a few likes on this this carrot picture, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, I, I'd love for people to enjoy it with me and have a good laugh and go, that is a tiny carrot. Oh, that Averill, he's got a tiny how carrot. Big, how big would you say it is? Like, like how, how big? I mean... Uh, it's about six inches. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that that was six inches that you were holding up there. Yeah, that looked more like two inches that you were holding up. Yeah. Well, don't, don't, I don't, don't really, I think that's six inches, guys. That's Ooh. even, that was even smaller than the that first was, time. That was like one yeah. and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, um, the, I forget I said anything. I didn't have a small carrot and okay. put it on the internet. That was, can oh, we cut boy. this part? No, cut this part. Okay, that's that's part of the whole thing with this is you don't cut anything. It's, it's no. time. Okay, speaking. This is an honest place. This is an honest place of open confrontation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you guys really nailed me on that one. Yeah, sorry. I thought I was taking the day off, but apparently well, not. We, we apparently, had apparently the journalist is logged into the to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you like locked in and like went for it, like with, with surgical precision, like a surgeon who's precise. It's not a visual medium. That's what we had to describe what you were doing there. And it wasn't mm-hmm. six inches, so, you know. It really, to be yeah. fair, too, it really didn't take a whole lot to get you. All I did was ask one follow up question and then, <laughs> <laughs> then, and very, then a clarification on easy. your response. <laughs> all, all right. You, just kind I mean, of, you guys, you just kind of went there. But there, there were also. I, I feel like I need to point. My out point is, being that, a journalist is easy, kids. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, that's the takeaway. I think that's the key takeaway from this episode so far. Hey, speaking of easy things, isn't it easy to go to your favorite once Irish Conroy's bar, now Murph's bar, uh, to watch us live on Double Deuce? Well, that may happen, but we don't know for sure. Yeah, we were like, we should do a holiday show. Oh, man, it's almost the holidays. So maybe Saturday, December 18th? Saturday, December 18th, we're going to try to get Murphs to do a holiday show. But if we don't get Murphs, 
then maybe we'll do it on Zoom. I don't know. Maybe we won't do it at all, but it's probably maybe going to happen. That, that seems like if it's going to happen, it's probably going to happen that day. We're going to let no you boy. know. We're going to let you know. Uh, yeah. the, the thing is December 18th, unless it's not. Keep an and eye Keep an eye out for uh, for that. We'll... This is for, for listening. Last this... time we had, we had one on Zoom and there were, we opened presents. We did. There was a gift exchange oh, and everything. So the longest episode of Double Deuce ever because the gift exchange is <laughs> yeah. on it. It was like it was like three hours long. It was like not, the not that long, but it was, it. I think, a good like 90 minutes to two hours in there. Yeah. And then I think we probably stayed on the call for another hour or so after that. I think, yeah, I think no, we, yeah, it's true. The party went on after the episode ended. Yes, that fuck karate got uh fuck it, damn it. Well then Realize. let's just keep going because probably nobody will have picked up on that there was a mistake. It's yeah, true. No, it, it, it was it was pretty seamless. So. seamless. so karate karate had the time in that episode to show up sober get drunk, fall asleep, wake up again sober, get mm-hmm. drunk again, and yep. then fall asleep the second time. Mm-hmm. There were two cycles of, of karate uh, in that episode. That's how long that episode was. It was a barn it. burner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, you can go listen to it if you want to. It's- Relive our beautiful holiday memories and all the wonderful presents we received. It was a great time, and we're going to have another one of those great times, and it's going to be December 18th, probably at Merce, unless it's not, at uh, probably 8 o'clock, unless we're not doing it, and then it's not at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, take a look at your calendar, see if you got anything on the 18th. I just say, leave leave that night open. You yeah, know, don't, like, don't, 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 don't hard commit to anything on the 18th until we until we let you know what's going on, you know? Yeah, yeah, and Parker, maybe there are Oh, sorry. Maybe there will be a salad. Maybe I will be there eating a salad. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we were talking about it beforehand. The, the the documents are being drawn up to get him eat, there eating the salad. People, we're working we're, on. We're going to see I if was, we can if we can come to a deal. Exactly. I was going to say that, that now we should promote his OnlyFans page, and maybe he should eat a cheesecake. Maybe we should have Ed Parker well, eating a cheesecake. I mean, maybe I'll eat a salad, and then I'll what about a cheesecake, a cheesecake salad? Just, just cut Whoa. up a cheesecake, dump it on top of a salad. <laughs> Where does the salad end and the cheesecake begin? Only Ed oh, knows. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the marketing genius that we've been waiting for out of Nelson. Boy, oh speaking, boy. Speaking of cheesecake salads, uh, it's time for our sponsorship ad uh, from Applebee's. Applebee's already gave you a free one. Just fucking cut up a cheesecake into cubes and dump it on stuff. Thank you. <laughs> What more do you need? What more do you need? Also, we should probably give a legitimate ad shout out to someone who paid us for an ad. Amber Fraley, pick up her book, The Bug Diary, in yes. fine bookstores, including The Raven and other fine bookstores. Yeah, get it at The Raven. Get it from uh, the the publisher, Amkar Press. The in, the in the show notes, there's the there's the address for them, and you can also get got, it directly got from Amber on books. Facebook. It's everywhere, man. Oh, it's you, such you a good copy. Yet? It's hey, so I good. It. I got a copy. What? Can you give it a recommendation? Yes, I can give it a recommendation. I've read, uh, you know, about thirty pages, uh, and it's so far, it's great. It's very funny. Nice. And uh, you know, reminded me of college. Yep. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. You know, 
there was a little bit more. Uh, well, when I went to college, there was a little bit more listening to 311 and uh, smoking weed. But that was just that was just when I was in college. Did you ever have a, a drug party in the stacks of, uh, of, of Watson Library? Uh, no, because I didn't go to KU. Um, but I had I had drug parties. Just Did not you there. ever have a drug party at the stacks of Watson Library? Well, you know, I was thinking about that, and no. Hold his feet to the fire, Nelson. I mean, we I did say, used I... to play. We did used to play ginormous games of capture the flag between the two stacks, mm-hmm. um, which was quite fun. But, I can see that. Uh, yeah, that, that does was, sound that fun. More, that was more in high now, school. But yeah. were you were you high at the time? I didn't. I didn't get high uh, very much until like way late in college, and then I didn't really like it. So I tended to get drunk more than high, but not till college. So how many so, people were were at this capture the flag game? Oh, this would have been about maybe 12, 13 folks. I mean, it was it was it was uh, it was all right size for. You know, I mean, there's a lot of building for people. You know, they can't be everywhere and. You know that's that's only six seven people per side. The math the math works. Don't don't ah, go yeah, through yeah. and do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that works. Yeah, the math works. works. Uh, and it was fun. That's fun. You should do it sometime. Uh, we should all go. We should maybe after our uh, our episode, our our, to, yeah. our December eighteenth episode, we should all go to Watson and, and play capture the flag in the stacks. The, I, the bet, part, I bet I bet we'll have twelve people in the audience. That'll be the hard, perfect. The hardest part, though, because this was pre-cell phones, is finding everybody without leaving that one fucker behind who's just hiding somewhere, like waiting to get people, mm-hmm. and 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 that person gets lost in the stacks. So we lost some friends in high school who I think still are in the stacks, which you know may kind of tie into the ghost story that takes place in the Bug Diary by Amber Fraley, a new book available at the Raven and other quality bookstores like the Raven near yeah. you. There's ghosts up there and masturbators. I mean, yeah. I, I would, in the stacks, not in necessarily in the bug God, diary. Just, there are ghosts in the bug diary. I don't, I'm I don't, not sure if there's masturbators in the bug diary. Not, we didn't not ask. the first 30 I haven't pages. gotten set that far yet. Okay. I mean, could be you hit a, a twist on 120, 130 where you're just like, whoa, the ghost has been a masturbator the whole time? Oh, man, that and, would be a shock. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the end of this book together, Ed and I. We'll figure it out, and then we'll we'll put it on our OnlyFans. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really feel like, like a like an OnlyFans book club. Yeah, I mean, it's for anything, right? Nelson, That's you've right. done it again. You're a genius. Wow, you are just genius. dropping ideas left and right. First cheesecake salad. You're slam a jamma, my friend. You're slam a jamma, Nelson. Man, yeah. oh man. Yeah, you are just killing it tonight. You're Only like, fans great book ideas. club. I have more great ideas before my morning shit than you do all year, says Nelson. To be if fair, I, I am on a bunch of painkillers. That's what helps you think good. <laughs> mm, that's my problem. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm on buddy. almost no painkillers. Well, but you know you. Ed, you had a you had some hits back in the day. Yeah, sure. You had that one funny idea with that one good idea once. I, if you say so, yeah. 
I think you got, you've had a few bangers in your time yeah. at Parker. You've yeah, had that's probably bangers. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the I like the Johnny Cicada, the the cicada that does stand up. Yeah, and, and, and actually, you know, former guest Amber Fraley had asked me had asked if I wanted to uh, have Johnny Cicada introduce her at her book uh, book signing event, but you know, this the my my job prevents that from happening working that's in the, a shame because i feel like that would, so be a, 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 that would have been a good time for johnny cicada to be there a, a bug related book exactly I, I, I thought i thought your job was like you can't perf- you can't perform stand-up as a, a talking bug uh as part of this contractual agreement it's like part of your nda like you just I mean, you that's, literally that's another part of it yeah yeah because medicaids don't want shit to do with 17 year cicadas no 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 that that's absolutely out Ha- yeah. for, you know, having, you know, some kind of radical political beliefs as a no, and then also uh, stand up about cicadas. Is, is or right any, o- any other, any other cyclical bug. And, and showing oh, up high, showing up high is out too, if you get caught. Yep, that's out. Yeah. Can't do that. That's a shame. So, anything else? Though? Also, I, I, if, if I wanted to do... Johnny Cicada again. I I probably try to make it a little bit less racist. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe just a little bit. It, it wasn't yeah. horrible, but you know, that was that was half of the joke was that I was basically just stealing all of uh, uh, Ver, uh, Cedric the Entertainer's jokes. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, I just want to do like a little we last thirty second um, movie review club. Yeah. Uh, Went back and watched Idiocracy again uh, the other night. Boy, it's problematic. It's yeah. problematic. I it's... know it's supposed to be satire, and I realize that, but wow. Wow, it's problematic. I and mean, it kind of holds up, but it's also like tw- tw- that time period about 20 years ago where there's a lot of casual hate speech. Yes, yeah, I mean, everybody thought they were being ironically offensive or racist or sexist. And no, mm-hmm. it just is. They were just being yeah. racist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, time, yeah, it, just uh, because you're doing it ironically doesn't mean it still isn't the thing. Yeah, right. Just, like just because a, you're ironically stealing was a place that was a place that comedy ran into for a while there, and it's, it's backed off yeah. from now yeah. for the most part. Uh, but, yeah. Or or <laughs> just or just decided to not do it ironically, I guess in some cases anymore. Yeah. <laughs> just le- just you could just lean into it, and there's always uh-huh. an audience for that. Yeah, and that just made it problematic for everyone. Yep, absolutely. Yep. So, no, uh, no folks, we've hit our. I time, feel like I, you know your time review thing. Right. You, you read those Wheel of Time books. You watching that Wheel of Time show? I was watching I, that Wheel I, of I Time am watching show. The Wheel of time show. What do you I think about watching. that Wheel of Time show? I know technically we're at twenty two minutes, but okay, okay. But we you only are... have Ed Parker on Zoom so often. That's true. And, uh, and Ed Parker, Ed Parker is is uh, Robert Jordan's number one fan. He's the head of the Robert Jordan Fan Club. It's very think, true. I've got my business card right here, the Robert Jordan fan club. Uh, yeah. You see Folks, that? That was it. You, Are you a regular you member it. or like an officer? Or do they have like officers or is it just, is everyone, is it all egalitarian? Like it's all one it, man, I mean, one vote? Just like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think that there could really be uh, a Robert Jordan fan club that had a hierarchy like that, you know, it just it would just go against his entire ethos to they, you know have that them, sort of system. They call them Sadiehards, Sadiehard fans. That it's a little Robert. That's Jordan a lady's name, isn't that? 
no. I haven't read the books. I've only watched these episodes. Okay, the 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 female priestesses are called the Aes Sedai. That's right. It's it's a joke on that. Have you watched the Wheel of Time yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I do feel like there's a little bit of that. uh, I feel like you saw it in like a Game of Thrones. There's a a lot of like you know a lot of like fantasy names thrown at me real quick. And yeah. I'm trying to like hard to keep track of match them. Like, first of all, like pick up a, a name that I've never heard before in any context and remember what it is. As I'm trying to remember 12 of them, I feel like I guess, it takes a little yeah. while. Know what? Know what you need. Um, almost. I feel like in a show like this, what would be real fucking handy is just in that like intro. And I know we skipped the intro now that we're able to skip the intro. But man, I might not skip this much if they just did a real fast, like just fucking show their name and like their, their like their their face and like their their name, like with maybe like the who the actor is, like just run through a bunch of that while you're making images on the screen. So that would really yeah. help me keep track of who the fuck everybody is. Um, my 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 short take on it is I, I'm I'm not unenjoying it. Um, I I read the book so long ago that I actually sadly don't remember a lot about the story except that i got to about the sixth book and it was spinning out of control in the same way that the, the game of thrones book are, are in danger of kind of spinning out of control and so i kind of gave up on it i do remember enjoying the books quite a bit especially the first sort of three or so um as for the the show i feel like it puts itself somewhere between like game of thrones and xena hercules you know it's like Somewhere in that fine line between being kitsch, campy, and actual, real, yeah. Scary. There are a lot of intestines, which I'm, I'm into. I dig that. I think more shows need to feature people and animals eating each other's intestines. That really more disembowelings. Be- more I disembowelings. Feel, I feel like one, one thing that 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 for me is a because I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the middle. Like I feel like there's a lot of like we're talking very seriously about like mysterious things. And a lot of that is like, is, is the, 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 the magic user woman's like narration. And then there's a lot of just like completely chaotic violence flying around where it's even like there's blood everywhere and there's like big monsters and crazy shit's happening. And then they try to kind of uh, do like, I feel like they're trying to do the actual work of like having these characters do stuff, but I don't know, man. These characters, like when you get them in the in between moments, it feels like they're having a hard time, like getting out of the like the run between like violence and and heavy handed narration stuff. Like it's like in those moments where they they should be living and becoming more vibrant characters, they're having a real hard time like doing it. Yeah, everybody's acting hard. And they are, but, it, but, this, but not in a way. Yeah, it's like they're they're acting a little too hard, and and they keep doing it in the times where they should be able to just like be in the moments. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but I feel I'm, like there's a little yeah. like I w- I want to enjoy it more often when they're not in the middle of things or the times where I could start to like in, like these characters and who they are. But at the moment, I'm just kind of like I don't know. I don't know how I feel about yeah. any of these people. On on the plus side, I think the like the battle sequences. I love the idea of the the warden and the, the relationship between the warden and the the priestess and the magic. Yeah. Uh, the magic channeling. I like that. That's fun. It's it's enough. There's enough going on that's good about it that I'm mm-hmm. gonna keep with it. But I'm just like 
Uh, yeah. Not quite a hundred percent. I also feel like telling. it seems to be a relatively interesting fantasy world type thing. I feel like that's it. To some degree, that's that can be a tricky thing to do because we've seen a fair amount of them now. And how do you make these things different or fresh yeah. in a way? And especially from an from a book that has been around a while, that some things that it has inspired some things we've seen before seeing it now on screen. You know, I feel like that is a tricky thing to deal with. It seems like they're doing a pretty like good it. job. I just I feel I they're not crushing it. Is is definitely my feeling. I'm like. There's something here, but I'm like, are they going to get to it or not? <laughs> like, if nothing else, like maybe the source material is strong enough that it's helping pull it along. And there's there's some good stuff going on. I just don't know. And I'm not sure that I, I just don't know what it is about it. Uh, so what did you think of it compared to the books? Then, Will? Uh, I like I like the changes they made. I think they've done a pretty successful job of adapting it's some of the later easier plot. for t- for TV, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 yeah, they they've, they've definitely changed some things, and they've moved a couple of plot points from the second and third books into the first book, and I think that's really smart. But I do agree, like in Game of Thrones, there's a hierarchical structure that you can at least kind of follow who's related to who by that structure. Mm-hmm. And in Wheel of Time, you don't really have that structure. So you're like, all you've got is this, like, one of you is the dragon, and we, we're taking all four of you. And yeah. uh, while that's a big part of the books, it, it's really it's a really difficult concept that I don't think they've spent enough time telling us why that's important. It just seems kind of like a random... Some of the things that, that become important later on in the books aren't being explained right now, mm-hmm. which... It would play if the, their characters were invested in them in some way, but I, it doesn't feel like there's that investment. You know, it's like there almost was with with the dad, um, yeah, and, and the and the main character. There was almost that kind of investment, but it didn't. Something happened where it got it got campy and violent, like in that battle in the cabin, and and I feel like on, honestly, uh, it almost and and I don't know. It almost seems like it would have been nice in, as opposed to I, I feel like they maybe rushed into the giant can. Like if if you do like a, a 90 minute like first episode where you can spend a little bit more time like figuring out who these people are and what their deal is before a bunch of them start getting killed. Yeah. Um, and there is kind of the to the like there, there's a little bit of the, you know, the reluctant hero, but it's like they're all reluctant heroes and there's a bunch of them. And like even the one who wanted to become a magic user seems extremely reluctant about everything going on now. It's like, well, I don't know. It seems like you would at least be into this idea. Like it seems like <laughs> what you wanted to do, but like kicked up a notch. So I'm, yeah. it's weird to me that she seems so against it too. Yeah. Uh, also, the one guy is, is, like that one dude like taking the knife is that why i like the thing like the the place went nuts like what was going on with all that i feel like there's there's some weird when you when you dip back and forth between visions and dreams and shit that's happening in reality in a world of magic it sometimes gets hard to tell like what's going on here like because physical things are happening but also hallucinations are happening they're calling back to dreams that shit gets cloudy it becomes a little harder to judge like what do you what's your intention with this scene now beyond just like throwing off the character because you don't get you know the hard reset of you do if you're reading that kind of stuff in the book it's the thing i think that happened in dune a little bit too where it's like we're caught up in a whole bunch of memories and dreams and flashes in the middle of things maybe happening 
and getting cloudy. I feel like that just uh, it's it's muddy. It's muddy. Well, and, and, and the, book, the book had a lot of a lot of kind of internal monologues. It was, I think it was it was a, a kind of a third person omnipresent sort of narrator. So you you got into it's a little bit of what George R. R. Martin does. not get in the heads of the characters. So you really mm. got a lot more explanation of the because they do all behave that way of kind of being like what the fuck is happening and that's always hard with the protagonist who is yeah. trying to avoid doing anything and like how do you make them interesting but uh, anyway I think yeah. we lost Ed Parker he's gone it's we true did it we got rid of Ed Parker I feel okay. like and I feel like we 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 gave the people what they come for we we gave them a we we gave them a good talking to. That's right. And and Ed, any any final thoughts on anything we've talked about? No, I I think that's about it. I, I mean, I think you guys covered it. Sweet. Uh, if you ever want to uh, party at Ed's house, there's cheesecake. Hey, party and at unclean party women. At my house. I love unclean women. I make the yeah. cheesecake. Um, I'll be eating a salad at the live show. All right. All right, and read the Bug Diary. And the Bug Diary is a great book. And yep. we yeah. put that on on the back of her. For the love of God, just just buy it and read it. And, and then the other great was and how you heard about it on Double Deuce. Yeah, she should advertise with us again. Yeah, absolutely. And you should also advertise. Authors. Everybody should do everything we ask you to do. And do you want to advertise? Advertise. Will Will you say your name and some nice things about you? before yeah. we launch into a 20-minute tirade on, on the Wheel of Time. It was just 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, really? That seemed longer. No. But uh, still pretty good. That's our motto. Yeah, pretty good. Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at DoubleDeucePod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. Good episode.